Good morning, One Hope. It's January 16th, 2024. Our passage for today is James chapter 3, verses 1 to 12. Here is our takeaway for today. Guard your lips. Guard your lips. In chapter 3 of James, we go back to the topic which we talked about for three months last year, from September to November, and it's the topic of our word. James, in this book, has also touched on this topic briefly in chapter 1, verse 26, where he said, those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. And here in chapter 3, James speaks in length on this topic now. But in verse 1, he begins by addressing the teachers. Not many of you should become teachers. And then he goes into the topic of our tongue. And he says in verse 2, we all stumble in many ways. Many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect. In other words, our maturity is measured by the words we say. If if you're faultless in what you say, then you are perfect. But what he's really saying is none of us is perfect, and we all stumble in our words and with the things that we say. That's a bit assuring for me. Because I know that I'm not perfect when it comes to how use my tongue. And James is saying, well, let's face it. None of us is perfect when it comes to this. And then James goes on to talk about the importance of controlling our tongue. And the reason why he calls for it, because in short, our tongue has power. What kind of power does our tongue have? Well, first, the power to influence. Verse 3 and 4. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. By strength, friends, there's no way any one of us can control the horse. But we humans do. How do we do that? By putting bits into the horse's mouth, and with that, we pull and lead the horse to go where we want it to go. What about the ship? Ships are pretty large, but how do we control them? Well, you control it through something very small, a very small rudder, and by controlling the rudder, you can control the whole ship and direct it even through strong winds and the waves and the storms that you face as you ride on the ship. Our our lives, friends, are driven by the words we say. So many people in the world are driven by the words they say in the wrong direction and for the wrong reason. They are trapped in the words they say, pressed and oppressed, 
oppressed and oppressed by the words they utter themselves. Do you feel like you're trapped, oppressed? Perhaps you may think that it's the situation or the person or the community. But I encourage you and exhort you to see and carefully see if it's your own words that are oppressing you. And if it's your own words that are hurting you, destroying you. And if that's the case, take control of your life by changing your words. And just like that small rudder, change the little things that you say again and again. And by doing so, you'll be able to steer the ship of your life, even through the storms that you are faced with right now. Secondly, our tongue has the power to destroy. Verse 5 and 6, if you look at verse 5, consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. Forest fire doesn't start with a big fire. More often than not, it starts with a small spark. I'm sure you've experienced this. A small little word that was said to you and uttered about you, and your entire day is ruined like a forest fire. A small word exchanged between family members and friends, and that whole family burns down like a forest fire, and your friendship. A small rumor in God's community. The whole church burns down like a forest fire. And this is why I take this topic very seriously and did a series on it, entire series, for three months. And as I have said to you before, I will continue to do a series on this topic every year from now on until the Lord says, stop doing a yearly series on this topic. Why? Because it's very serious, it's very important, and because your life is important, and our community is so important, and I want you to protect your own life and have the life that God wants you to have, and I want to protect our community and our community to be the kind of community that wants us to be. And for us to do that, we need to make sure we touch on this and we pay attention to this topic of our tongue. That's how important it is. Thirdly, it's because our tongue has the power to resist. Verse 7, all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. Us, we human beings, have tamed all these animals for thousands of years, but there's one thing that we human beings have not been fully able to tame, and it's this animal, or I should say the beast called our tongue. It's not easy to tame our tongue because its resistant power is strong. It's a beast. And our tongue is like that opponent in an Olympic wrestling match. It keeps coming at you, trying to trip you by grappling you, and, and it will never let you go. And it will try to turn you over and over again and ultimately lock you down to defeat. So keep wrestling this opponent. Keep fighting this opponent. 
This is our sanctification battle. I don't know what you see as being our sanctification battle. Uh, it's not just about uh, cheat, not cheating um, um, or not stealing or hurting others uh, physically, but our sanctification battle at the uh, core, I would even say, is fighting against and wrestling with our tongue that continues to trip us and destroy us. So then, how can we overcome the power of our tongue? In John chapter 7, verse 45 and 46, these temple guards come back to chief priests and Pharisees without arresting Jesus, even though they were told to do so by them. And this is the reason that they give. Verse 46, no one ever spoke the way this man does. It seems like a lot of things that Jesus did caught the attention of so many people. But one other thing also that really caught the attention of many was, that, was the way in which he spoke. And when you jump up and go... Uh, uh, before these verses to all the way back to verse 16, Jesus says, my teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. Why did all these people notice something different about the way Jesus uh, uh, spoke? Is because Jesus himself says, my teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me, the Father. In other words, I speak the words that he calls me to speak and tells me to speak. And he says this in other places in the Gospels as well. Jesus says, I do what I see the Father doing. I say what the Father commands me to say. And this is the way. This is the way in which we wrestle with our tongue. We fight this beast that continues to try to destroy us by turning to our God and keep asking him, how should we Speak. What should I say? What should I not say? And we continue to turn to him for help and ask him to help us. And that's really the only way this can happen. And we can tame our tongue. How is your battle going? Are you winning or are you losing? Or are you in the midst of wrestling this opponent, enemy? I encourage you to keep wrestling. Keep fighting because it's important and it's worth it. The victory is worth it because your life will change. Your family will change. Your work will change. Your community and the community of God will change when you and when our words change. In Jesus' name, amen.